The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. I am your host, Dr. Drayvon James, and I am super excited to have you here with us today on the Unity Online Radio Network, where we explore the concept of developing a life of peace every day. We do this every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or whatever time it is right now in your corner of the world. And yes, that's right. A life of peace every day. Peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Can you even imagine such a thing? I mean, just let that sink in for a minute. You feel whole, complete, like there's nothing missing, nothing broken, every day? Wow. Well, I'm here to tell you that yes, it is possible. Yes, you can achieve it. And yes, you do deserve it. Listen, I'm a mom of two teenagers. I run a very busy household. I work full time as a pharmacist. I'm a writer. I am a inspirational speaker. I'm an actress who's one of my plays just got nominated for some big award here in the Baltimore area. So I'm really happy about that. And with all of the stuff that I have going on and the host of this incredible radio show, with all of the things that I have going on and all of the things that you have going on in your life, it would be super duper easy for us to just become complacent with what is. And, and that's it. And it, I'm so for being grateful in the moment, living in this moment. I know that what I do in this moment matters and what you do in this moment matters. But I also am super aware of the fact that I, like you, possess the power to create a whole new reality for myself. That just that's like so excites me. I can, just like you, create a whole new reality for myself. And so can you. Now, if that frightens you a little bit, because sometimes when I think about it, I get like a little butterflies in my stomach. Because you know, when you create a whole new reality, that means that some of the old things don't travel to the new reality with you. And that's the part that I get stuck at sometimes. Because whether it's the best thing ever or the most uncomfortable thing ever, I'm kind of used to it. I know it. I know what it feels like. I know what it acts like. It's pretty predictable. And if there's one thing about the ego is the ego loves things to be predictable. It just loves it that way. And because we endeavor to live a life beyond our ego, I'm not an ego basher, by the way. I know that the ego serves a purpose, but it is not for higher level living. So, but because the ego, uh, it likes predictability. It likes predictability. And if we know anything about an exciting life, it's probably not that predictable, right? So we've got to learn to utilize the ego for what it's worth, right? The ego tells us, you know, 
Danger, Will Robinson, right? And we pay attention. We say, oh, yeah, right? And it gets our attention. The ego is not a problem solver, by the way. It can't solve any of our problems for us. And it definitely cannot create. The ego does not have the ability to create a fantastic future. It can't do that for us. So as much as the ego wants to protect us and keep us safe by making everything predictable, it really is holding us back. It is holding us back because like I said a few minutes ago, you and I have the power to create a whole new reality for ourselves. So look around you right now. If anything needs to change, if anything needs to change, it first happens on the inside. That change occurs on the inside first. Now, I don't know about you. That excites me. That excites me because guess what? I don't need a password or username or permission or a loan from the bank. I don't need anything to start with change from the inside out except for me and a willingness to take the first step. So that brings me to our exciting guest today because guess what? You like me or maybe you're younger than I am. I don't know. It doesn't matter. We can we can change gears anytime we want to. But for those of us who are in what we call the mid-season of life, the mid-season of life, you know, that's the place where a lot of people become complacent because they can do a lot of things just robotically. Not even think about it. You ever driven from the grocery store to the dry cleaners to your house and get home and realize, gosh, I don't remember any of that drive because it's on autopilot, right? You just could do it from memory. You know, you don't have to think about it. And there is something comforting about that place in life, but we know that it's not that exciting. We know that it's not that exciting. I have a guest today with me today, C. Renee Washington, who is a master at coaching women. And I, I, I know she would coach men too if you showed up. I know she would. But, her, but she coaches women on what to do to create that spark, that spark, that, that excitement in the mid-season of life. And I want to say one thing before I bring her on. I happened to travel with my 16-year-old this weekend to a HBCU, Historically Black College and University, tour this weekend. And that spark, if you don't know what that spark feels like, when I walked in that room and I saw all those young people and all these college recruiters and all this possibility, and it was exciting and there was electricity in the air and the air was full of possibilities, it was something that I don't necessarily experience when I walk into a room of my peers. I've been practicing pharmacy for 28 years, uh, almost 29 years, so almost three decades. And the people that I practice with are just as seasoned, most of them, although we are passionate about it. That electricity of not knowing, of embracing the future and, and the excitement isn't the same as what I felt in that on that tour this weekend and that feeling that oh my gosh I can still feel it in my chest area that excitement that enthusiasm of the unknown of moving into the future now we got an advantage over an 18 year old because we know a thing or two about a thing or two right so we can help to create that future a little bit better not better but a little bit with a little bit more experience and so I would think at our wonderful age of experience that we'd be exciting, excited about creating a new life. But because of the ego, a lot of times we're not. So we have with us an expert today, Ms. C. Renee Washington. 
who's going to talk with us and introduce us to her services and just why we should be embracing the next season. See, Renee Washington, welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. We're super excited to have you. Hello, Dr. Drayvon. I am so excited to be with you. Oh, my gosh. As you were speaking, just so many things came up, and I will just um, tag on to the last thing that you said about walking into that room of those college-age um, kids to me. <laughs> you know, they think they're grown, um, but that spark of possibility, and that you are absolutely correct. It, you know, at this mid-season of life, uh, that we can reclaim that spark. It's not gone. It is not. It's buried under that protective ego mechanism. It's just buried. It's not dead. You can you can reclaim it. You can relight it. You can respark it. So yes. Yeah, and that's really what you do. That's what you do. You re, you spark people up. Yeah. You spark <laughs> you spark people up. So tell us tell us what you do in your business. Exactly so, what you do. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. So, I, um, too, I'm coming out of the corporate world. I've been out of corporate for about six years now, and I was there for almost 28 years. And I was in management development in my corporate career. And so, I worked with people who either um, were doing well and, and wanted to excel or were not doing so well and needed development. And, you know, through that experience, that's when I really clicked into um, learning and loving um, about the possibilities in human development. And so when I, um, when I left, because when I left, I was in burnout, in burnout mode. I was in burnout phase, you know, several things that happened. And when I left that career, I just was leaving to escape. You know, I didn't even know what I was escaping to. I just knew I had, I was done. I had to get out. And so six years later, you know, I am, yes, I'm running my own coaching business, and I do, yes, I coach women. And my focus is get yourself a life strategy because this is the best season of life. And, and, when, and let me clarify what midlife is because, yes, you know, the, from people say, well, what age is that? Am I too old? Am I too? Midlife is more of a state of mind to me. And it's more about being in that season of life where uh, you have more agency, you have uh, more uh, flexibility in your time, flexibility in your finances to focus on you. And, and, I, and I focus on women because typically most women have been so focused on everybody else's priorities, raising children, being a good um, spouse or significant other, being a good employee, being a good community person. And so a lot of times women aren't even on their priority list, let alone they're not at the top of it. And so now you reach this stage of life where you're starting to wonder, okay, when is it my turn? When does it get to be my time? What about me? And I help you figure that out to say, yes. This is your time. This is your time to reclaim your life <laughs> and to, you know, key into those things. When you were talking about the ego um, and the way I think about that is we have this, it's kind of like known misery is better because mm -hmm. we know it. 
And so, we, you know, even though we're miserable, at least we know what to expect. And that known misery is just masking as protection. You, you, like you said, you feel like you're safe, you know, but actually, you know, all of that connects to fear. And, it, and what's on the other side of that fear? Your freedom, your freedom. And so I help women peel all of that back, you know, all of those blockers that are getting in, in their way to say, okay, yes, it is my time. I can connect to maybe dreams that have been put on a shelf, possibilities that maybe you weren't even aware of, but something is nudging at you. Something is is continuing to 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 um, stick you because what happens at this time of life? You know, we go through menopause, and there's a physical component to menopause. But what I learned is that there's also an emotional part to menopause. And the reason these this this urgings, these nudgings keep bubbling up for you is because you've been suppressing. You've been suppressing for years um, so that you could be in in service to others. But now you can no longer suppress. And what I tell women is what you've been suppressing, now you have to address. And wow. relationships have to be renegotiated. Uh, not and not just you know, you know it's not about um, necessarily you leaving your life. It may be, but it doesn't have to be. It could just be that relationships need to be renegotiated. Situations that you're in need to be reconsidered because now you are coming into yourself, and people need to understand that. Okay, it's not so much that I'm a new me. Is that the me that was always there is now uncovered? Wow! Everything that you just said sounds so amazing to me. And I, as you're talking, I'm wondering what do we say to those women who, or what do you say to those women who know that they're sick and tired of being sick and tired, mm-hmm. and they want to change everything, mm-hmm. but they don't have the first idea how to change anything because you know how you want you want out but you're so far in yeah so you can't see how to get get out you know you 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 just you can't see how to take your finger off of one thing you feel like if I stop doing this well that won't work and I, and, and I don't have time and that's really what it comes down to I think is I hear people say I don't have time to change mm. my life or to live a better life what do you say to those type of women well, um, it, it, it sucks up a lot of energy to stay in misery. And that's why, you, because, you know, you feel so like, oh, I can't, I, one more thing? No, I can't do it. I'm just too exhausted. I'm too tired. I'm barely maintaining what I have to maintain. And it's because it requires a lot of energy to stay stuck. Wow. When you are making yourself, you are working against your own grain when you continue to force yourself to do that thing that is making you unhappy, that is making you tired, that is making you miserable. That requires a lot of energy, and that's why you feel dragged out. So when you say you don't have time, uh, what you're saying is, you know, I don't want to take the time 
to free myself because I think it's just going to make me even more tired when actually the opposite is true. It's going to expand your bandwidth because you're going to let a whole lot of crap go. (laughs) You're going to drop mental weight, emotional weight, and probably even physical weight. Yeah, because we carry all we, we carry all of that, and mm-hmm. I've been doing a lot of reading as of late. You know, a lot of reading on relationships and love and the transition of things as we age. And one thing I realized as I read these articles, some articles are just so written so nicely in, in such layman's terms, but they are very very heavy content. And I realized that what I see as a common thread in people, myself included sometimes, is that it is fear that keeps us from even putting our toe in the water of change. It is so much fear. How do you talk women through that fear? Because you know that you need to change. Everybody around you knows that you need to change. But you can't even put your toe in the water of change because you're so afraid that any amount of change is going to just cause your whole world to explode yes yes and so there are a couple of couple of things one is you know i help women learn how to divorce yourself from specific outcome because that's part of that mm. fear is that okay well i'll do it if i know how it's going to turn out I'll uh, yes do it if i know i'm not going to fail and uh-huh. what i um, coach women around is is to get rid of that fail your word as a bad word, to change the context of that. Because all what we call failure is, is information. It's simply information. So you try this thing and it doesn't work. Did anybody die? Okay. Then what, ha- what, have, what has really happened? What has happened is you now have more information about yourself. Well, I thought this was something I would want to do. It didn't work out. I'm still here. It's okay. And so this other thing is this thing of being fearless. That's one of my favorite words, fearless, because we think fearless means no fear. And to me, I take that word literally, fearless, just less enough to take a step, less enough to take a step. And so the, the, the um, you know, the program that I created is called the, the Midlife Manifest. And it's a sister mind, my version of a mastermind. And it's six months where I walk you through a nine-step process because I'm helping you guess but take strategic guesses. And so the, the foundation of that, because what I've learned from myself and from my clients is that the the best path to change is first knowing who you really are. Who are you? Not who you want to be, want people to think you are, or who people think you are, but who are you at your essence? Because that's why we step off into a lot of crap is because we're basing it on a version of ourselves that's not really true. You can't really know what you want until you know who you really are. Oh, that is an everyday peace saying right there. Please, everybody, take the time, invest the time to get to know you. 
you are the only person that you're going to do this complete journey with. There will be no vacation days from you. There'll be no sick days from you. There'll be no, (laughs) there's no leave time from you. It is, I meet people all the time, male and female, who can't tell you much about themselves, but they can tell you a lot about the entertainment industry or the sports industry Mm. and those people there. But you are the most important person in your life. You are as my kids say, my favorite phrase is, you are driving the engine. I know that makes no sense. I said it one day when I was extremely tired <laughs> and they will not let me live it down. But um, I, always, I said, you're driving the engine, but you are driving the car of your life, right? It could be a luxury vehicle Absolutely. or it'd be a junk junkyard, a piece of tra- trash. You decide, you decide. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dr- oh, Drayvon, um, a few months ago, I asked a group of women this question. I asked them, who are you without without title or role? Tell me who you are without title or role. And do you know that brought some of those women to tears? It stumped them. Very few of them could tell me who they were without saying, I'm a mother, I'm a banker, I'm a, you know. We are so caught up in these boxes. Right, right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah but the titles. Yeah, yeah the title, um, the role. Yeah, but no. So, who and that's, are you? Who are you? Yeah, I feel yeah. the same way that we have to, and that's a deep, that's a loaded question too. Yeah. Who are you? And then being able to, I know uh, one of the things that I probably do to a fault. <laughs> But I try to see my whole person, like the things that I love about Drayvon, the things Mm. that I wish that Drayvon did differently. And I try to love and massage every part of her character because I know that everything that I have developed inside of myself, I needed at one point. I may know, I mean not needed anymore because I've passed that point. But until I shine the light on it and get to know that part of myself, I'll keep dragging that part along with me. And I should have left that character trait or that part of me back in 1980 something i don't need that part anymore but if i don't stop and get to know myself i won't even know that thing is still there still weighing me down yes so yes so if you are um if you are working and you are in a job that is dragging you every day then you're telling yourself i'm a teacher but every day you have to drag yourself into that school building. And I know what I'm talking about because that's what happened to me. You know, I told myself I'm an HR manager. But the last um, few years of that, of that role became very, very taxing for me. And, and this is another thing, like you said, just because it worked several years ago, doesn't mean it's going to continue to work forever. And what I had to finally realize was I was moving into a new chapter. But I was so externalized, I was looking at the company, you know, the, the, the corporate management. The, the company had changed. All this stuff external to me until I finally had to realize, no, I've changed. Right. I've changed. I'm transitioning, and it's time for me to move. And so – because I let it get so bad that I just escaped. <laughs> and then I, you know, now I realize, look, you don't have to, you don't have to let it get that bad. You can proactively get in front of your next chapter. And so I have clients now who are still working their 
corporate gigs, but they are planning for their next chapter now. And then if you are already in what we call retirement, I like to think of as uh, of it as rewiring yourself, but if you are if you've left your your corporate gig and you're feeling kind of out of sorts because life is not like what you thought it would be or you're bored or you're feeling like you're adrift, then yes, you can still come up with a strategy for your life. I've been so excited about this NBC News nightly news clip I saw this weekend with this 86-year-old woman who's a trapeze artist. Oh. And she just picked this up like six or seven years ago because her husband had died and she just didn't want to go quietly into the night. So this woman at 86 is a trapeze artist. And so that's why I'm saying midlife is a state of mind, not state so much a mind. number. Yeah. Yes, we can I, continue I, I agree with you. to live and grow. Yeah, we can continue to live and grow. And I, those are the women I love working with because I love people who connect to the possibility of life and yeah. that. You know, it can change. It can. So what makes you, what would you say makes you so effective at what you do? Because I know that you change lives. Like you said, you had these women on the line and they're crying at, at this realization. What, what do you think it is? What, what's the magic that makes you so effective at what you do? One, I, I've lived it. You know, I'm, I'm walking my talk. I'm not sitting up on top of some mountain looking down, oh, this is what you should do. No. And I believe, I believe in every person's possibility to live in their personal brand of freedom. I believe in it. So if you if you want to find that, I'm going to be your biggest cheerleader, and I'm going to be right there with you. The, the program that I work with women in now is six months because I used to do six weeks. I used to do a couple – and then I realized that change takes time. Change takes time. So the first three months of the program, I'm taking you through that nine-step process. But then the last three months, I am with you individually, one-on-one, to help you implement your plan. So I, I am in it. It's my passion, <laughs> and I love seeing the um, light bulb click for women. I love seeing women get it that oh i can i can live the way i want to live I- uh, uh, Steve Renee, we're going to come right back after this commercial break i cannot wait to finish and i know our listening audience cannot wait to hear about the three month in the pro- program this is dr Javon james with everyday peace we'll be right back and i hope you're thinking about your next move Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. It takes you to power Unity Online Radio. If you'd like to make a positive difference in the world, you can by contributing to this global ministry. Unity Online Radio relies on listeners like you to support our broadcasts that send our messages out to an awakening world. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate Today. 
Here's a Unity Teachable Moment with Reverend Wendy Craig Purcell, taken from a talk called The Plan Unfolds. One of the other aspects of helping to really identify a true new beginning is being willing to sit in deep questions and pay attention to your answers to those deep questions. Deep questions like, what does my soul really long to do and be? If I didn't have to worry about paying bills, what would I really want to do? I'm not suggesting that you drop the the real responsibilities of adulthood, but you can drop that from your process of questioning. What does my heart and soul long for? And what do I need to do to begin to build my life, more of my life, to look like that? To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. Know Yourself as Divine, Stations of the Cosmic Christ. A new book from Matthew Fox and Bishop Mark Andrus introduce a spiritual practice designed to help you realize the divine within. Combining prayer and an interpretation of the Stations of the Cross, featuring beautiful imagery, you will be led on a process of transformation. This book will help you discover the most caring, courageous, and compassionate parts of yourself. Get your copy today at Amazon.com or Unity.org shop. If you've been on a spiritual path for a long time, what can you read that's new and exciting? Try Unity Magazine. It's designed for the seasoned spiritual student with in-depth articles and interviews about spiritual practices and philosophies. Our columnists share their own faith journeys and cover healing, science, and psychology with even a little scripture thrown in. You'll read some classic authors and some new ones. Get a free trial issue at unitymagazine.org. Discover how to connect with our loved ones on the other side with Suzanne Giesman and Messages of Hope. Tune in every Thursday at 3 p.m. Central as Suzanne shares evidence that love never dies. An evidential medium, spiritual teacher, and author, Suzanne brings hope and healing through her gift of communication with those who have passed. Suzanne brings messages of hope and love that go straight to the heart. Tune in this Thursday right here on Unity Online Radio. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome back. This is Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James, and I have a Fabulous guest with us today, Steve Renee Washington, and we're talking about change in the mid-season of life, making a change, going after after the goal, right? Making those dreams come true. Who's stopping you? Who is big and bad enough to stand in your way except for you? And we're talking about what C. Renee Washington's program does. She's been six months working with people, women, on cultivating the life of their dreams. And, she, you know, I love C. Renee, when you talked about, you said you left what I would call, you know, with fire. You left that corporate mm-hmm. position. But now you, you're teaching women how to transcend, make a transition. If they don't want to leave abruptly, you know, how to make that tra- smooth transition from one thing into the next. How is it that, how, and you know, I always talk to people and the thing that I get from everyone I talk to is Drayvon, I want to live a life of peace, but I don't have time. 
<laughs> and I'm like, really? You don't have time. Let's talk about that. And I know we were talking about the six months transition that you do your training. Your your sister mind group is six months, and I, I think I understood three. The first three months is a group training, and then the yeah uh, second half you work one on one with that transition or I guess implementation if they're going to put it all together. Do you find that you work with women who are still staying in corporate America for some time and who want to start this second season, second career, second hobby, passion while they're still working? Yes, yes, both. And yes, you know, ideally, because typically when we're coming to the end of a successful career, the main thing we're concerned about is our finances, right? You know, yeah, because, right. you know, we're in the, we're in the age range, you know, I'm in that age range where most of us in, if we work for good companies, we have some type of pension and some type of maybe 401k. And so you're, you're concerned about a financial plan, which is very important. However, you really don't take the time to think about a life plan. And, you know, the financial plan is just a part of your bigger life plan. What, you know, are you, um, you know, what's, what's your purpose for being here? What legacy do you want to leave behind? Again, what dreams have you, have you put to the side that you may now not, oh, I'm too old for that, or, oh, well, that, I should have done that a long time ago. No, this is your time to explore all of those things that interested you to figure out. This is what, because, you know, the way I did it, I just, you know, left, and I ended up starting a coaching business because people kept calling me for coaching. I had no plan to start a business. And so I got uh, a certification. I went through a life coach uh, program, got certified, and in the midst of the program, they say, well, go ahead and start charging people. This is how I started my business. And so, what? yeah, so it was just an accidental thing. And I'm saying it doesn't have to be accidental. You can be strategic. Just You have to work on strategy in your corporate life. You can work on strategy in your personal life. What is your personal life strategy? And so that's what the sister mind is about, is helping you create a life strategy so that this second half is, is you're living it living it at the level that you want to. That woman that I mentioned about um, being a, a trapeze artist at age 86, when they asked her, you know, what her secret was, she said, my secret is simple. I do what I love, and I do it totally. I do what I love, and I do it totally. And what I find is that so many of us are living obligated lives obligated lives mm. based on old shoulds and oughts and that this is your time when you can peel all of that away which is what we do in the program i get you to tap into these things well yeah these shoulds that you take as facts are just are not they're just something that you were taught to believe in in some part of your life and 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 it's it's nagging at you now because it's not really who you are and so I'm helping you let all that go. So the, the components of the program, the first three months are based on who am I, your identity, what do I want, and then how do I get it, the action plan. And in that who am I piece, there are three more components, which is for you to tell your story, drop the lies, and then own your story. And that drop the lies 
piece is where that, you know, well, I should be this, I should, well, I don't want people to know that I, that's where we drop the lies that you're telling yourself. You know, you may have people thinking something about you, but don't lie to yourself. And so we work (laughs) to that to really, really drill down to this is who I am. And a lot of women have grown children who are still in their pockets. They have been volunteering for committees for 20 years that they are just so sick of, but they're afraid to step off. (laughs) And people will, Mm -hmm. yeah, people will continue to praise you into doing stuff that they don't want to do. And so you can keep doing it. (laughs) Absolutely. And if you don't, and if you don't, that that's why this, you know, I go back to when we're talking about knowing yourself. If you don't know you, mm-hmm. if you don't know you, and I'm going to put one more layer on it, know you and start liking and loving you just the mm-hmm. way you are. No filters, no chasers, no change, just the way that you are. You're liable yes. to fall for anything. Absolutely. And, <laughs> and that's why you're so doggone tired. That's why right. you think you don't have time. <laughs> because people can guilt you into doing something. And oh, that part God. of you that would say, honestly, oh, that's a wonderful idea. And I'm so I'm so praying for your success in that area. I, at this time, I'm not interested in getting involved in that. Yes. Because, see, that's why I tell women, like I say, everything that's a good thing to do isn't a good thing for you to do. You know, right. be honest with yourself about that. And I'm not saying it because this is the big thing. I don't want to be selfish. I don't want to be selfish. This is not about being selfish. It's about being self-full, full of what right. you love doing because when you are focused on um, being full of what you love doing, you have actually more bandwidth to give. You are actually giving more because yes. now you are giving from a place of passion, not obligation. And the energy is different and the results will be different. The energy is different and the results will be different. And you could spend 12 hours doing something and it could be the longest 12 hours of your entire Mm. life. Or you could spend 12 hours doing something that you're passionate about. And you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that 12 hours just went by. So it's that kind of thing. And I, you know, I I go back to when I was in high school seminar. I'll never forget this. I was in the 12th grade seminar and I was in an assembly. And we were doing, it was the beginning of the year, they were talking about college. And the gentleman that was a speaker in this assembly, he said, close your eyes. He said, now, what is the thing that you love to do? And I closed my eyes. I didn't have my eyes closed even a half a second. I knew what it was. It was acting. Mm. And then we opened our eyes and he said, that's the thing that you need to study in college. He said, that's but my, that's the only thing I'm here to tell you. He said, whether you think you're going to make a million bucks or no money at all, that's the thing that you need to study in college. Well, as soon as he said that, and I was convinced, you know, we, we had to write it down. I'll never forget, write it down in a little book. I wrote it down. And as soon as he said that, I looked at that and my heart sank, just sank. Mm. And I said to myself, why couldn't I have liked something more practical? Uh, why yeah. couldn't I have, you know... Nowhere on my paper was medical school, <laughs> pharmacy school was not in yeah. my mind at all, right? And I think, you know, well, of course, I'm in my mid-season of life and, and I've been blessed. I've had a full life. I've acted every, you know, 
part of the journey and I do inspirational speaking and I've had a full life. But I think now when I talk to my children, including I said, I want you to think about that thing that you would do for free. That's the thing mm-hmm. that you're going to make. That's your passion. And when mm. you do your passion, oh, nothing but good things happen for you and the universe. So it's when you work. So yeah, go ahead. When you, when you work on no, an obligation, I, people can tell. People can tell when you're yes. working on an obligation. Yes, they can. And that's the thing. It, that is so, that's so true. We think we're fooling people. because, And that's why I say, yeah. okay, if you're feeling resentment, if you're feeling exhaustion, it, these are signs for you. Yeah. These are signs for you that you are not being honest with yourself. Yeah. If Monday morning rolls, if Sunday evening rolls around and you feel like running for the hills, <laughs> like you start thinking about, well, could I call out? Well, did I call out last Monday? <laughs> could I leave early? <laughs> you know, if you start you thinking start that way. To be sick. Have you ever heard of a surgeon? I didn't, I mean, I didn't get upset if it's if I got sick, you know, like, okay. And and see, here's the thing. Most of those 28 years were happy years for me. It was the last several when, when I started to not feel the same. So, again, this is not about, well, and, and so we think we're being ungrateful. No, it's not about being ungrateful. Uh, you know, you, you know, you can be grateful for what is while at the same time knowing that something more is waiting on you. That's the best way, in my opinion, with this whole everyday peace movement. It is the gratitude for where you are right now, that in the recognition and acknowledgement of where you want to be, that is the magic combination for moving your life forward. That it, nothing goes just because you know gratitude doesn't mean complacency. It doesn't mean. It doesn't mean. I'm so grateful I'm not going to make a move. I'm so grateful that I'm here and that I can go over there. I'm grateful. And that whole process, I think people get, you know, get that kind of mixed up. Gratitude does not mean complacency, not at all. It does not. And that's, that's, that's one of my favorite quotes from Robin Roberts that she said, I'm grateful, but I'm not complacent. Right. I'm, grateful, I'm grateful, but, but not I'm not complacent. Oh. And, and that's the whole thing, being grateful and not complacent. And I think it's the gratitude that will help us move forward. I got to ask yeah. you, you, you stopped one career after 28 years and moved into mm-hmm. this whole other realm of coaching. And the world is blessed that you did. The universe is a better universe because you did. But can you share any challenges that, you know, here you probably were thinking, all right, I'm tired. I'm going to go home. I'm going to relax. What, what challenges came up for you that oh kind God. of uh, almost stopped you? Yes. Okay. So I, you know, the crux of the work that I do is, is mindset work. And I had my own mindset had to be shifted because I saw myself as someone who could not run a business. That's not something I saw myself doing. I saw myself as a consumer, not an entrepreneur. So that was uh. one big shift. And then, you know, the, the entrepreneurial world, I mean, starting up, running a business is not an easy thing. I had to learn a whole new set of skills. And um, so, yes, lots of moments of frustration, but at the same time, my world has expanded exponentially. The journey, because wow. we are always focused on that end thing, 
But the journey, oh, my gosh, I've met the most amazing people, including yourself. And oh, you're I've so learned, kind. <laughs> I've learned so much. I've learned so much. And another um, roadblock that I had to overcome was my husband because he retired. Uh, he probably retired maybe two years before I did. And so when I retired, he didn't get, you want to do what? <laughs> you want to, who, why would you want to do that? And so he, uh-huh. you know, he wasn't um, on board with what I was doing. So that was another thing that I had to um, split out was because I, you know, it, was, it became a commitment for me, and I was committed to it, and I had to balance, you know, keeping my relationship good with making this business thing work. And, you know, full circle, he has come around now. He, he supports me. He didn't understand it at first. He understands it better now, and he, you know, he he gets it, that this is something that he because he now he sees it as a gift that I do need to share, and mm. so he he's in a much better place with that. But those were, you know, yes, and so you know, I'm not saying that. Oh yes, find your bliss, and it's going to be you know all yellow brick road <laughs> easy. No, it's not. But I just I say this: if it's hard for you now. And all that you have at the end of your heart is misery. Why not do hard and have passion on the other end of it, pleasure on oh, the other yes. end of it, yes. know, expansion on the other end of it, giving on the other end, giving from a place of love. You know, I love what I do. And so even when the hard part comes, okay, I still love what I do. When before, it was just hard. <laughs> Right, right, and the check was not enough. It's like, okay, <laughs> yes. I'm gonna need a little bit more. Exactly. <laughs> no amount of money, absolutely. So, what are some of the biggest challenges and conflicts that you that you see amongst your client base when they come to you? Some of the biggest challenges and conflicts that they're facing that may kind of stop them. So, one is uh believing that I'm too old, you know, I'm too old for this, you know, I just need to kind of fade into the sunset. Um uh, believing that they don't deserve to have uh you know, a better type of life. Believing it's not possible for them. Believing that they're not worth investing in themselves to get what they want. And I you know, I had you know, I had a woman on the phone talking to me about working with me and she, you know, she, oh, I so need this. I so want to do this. And then she said, oh, but the money. And so I asked her, I said, well, let me ask you this. You've talked to me about your grown children and how they, you know, take advantage of you. I said, if one of them came to you and asked, asked you for this amount of money, what would you do? She said, I'd find a way to get it. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is what we do to ourselves. We don't, you know, we don't, we don't have the the uh, faith and trust enough in, in ourselves in, um, you know, that, you know, God, I, you know, I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. And so I know that God has blessed me with gifts to share. And right. if I, if I, if I allow myself to walk on that path, he's going to clear that path for me. I know that not a belief. I know it. That so is so women, true. Yes. And so, you know, women just take the first step. You don't have to take 10 steps. Steps take the first step. You know, you know, ask yourself, what do you want? 
And even if you don't believe that you can get it, where you know, can I get help for that? Can I get help with that? That's what coaches are for. That's what therapists are for. You know, there are people out there that can help you. And that's what and I think you, too. When you yeah. talk, when you talk about that sister mind group, and I know on this show and other shows that I do, people hear me talk about the tribe a lot. Mm-hmm. Because I know, I truly know that it takes a village to do everything. Yes. If you go through your life, you will realize that your big accomplishments and your small accomplishments require more than just you, more than just you. So when you talk about joining a sister mind group, it changes the flavor for you because you may have in your church group or your in your uh group of friends from high school or college or in your work group, people who are living the type of life that you want to escape. So when you get to the sister mind, you're with like-minded women. And so you can pull off of each other's energy, each other's ideas, and you encourage each other. And this is what's needed really to create changes. What's always created change is this tribe-like mentality. So you get with like-minded people and you all start swimming upstream together. And before you know it, it seems totally normal. It's like, okay, this is the way it's supposed to be. We have a caller on the line and I'm going to I've been messing this up for the last couple of weeks. I do not know why, but let's get <laughs> Linus Woods Mullins. Are you there? Yes, I am. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. We're super excited to have you all with our guest today. Well, thank you. I, I just tuned in. I, I just um, wanted to say how awesome I think uh, C. Renee Washington is and her uh, philosophy of uh, the sister mind and how important it is to achieve something like that in midlife, how instrumental it is. And I just want to tell everyone she is truly awesome. If you're not be in her program. Right. If you're not doing this program, get in it. I agree with you. I agree with you because if you need direction and so many of us do, there's nothing wrong with that. You need somebody to be your closest cheerleader and help pave the pathway for you. This is the right place to be. Sometimes you just need that extra voice, that extra amen corner or someone that can be direct and guide you on another path that's more constructive. I think sometimes we all get stuck on stupid, so to speak, no matter what our age is, but specifically Mm -hmm. in midlife, we get so comfortable in certain habits and certain things that we're doing. And sometimes those habits or the things we've done in the past just don't serve us any longer because we're in a different stage of life. And Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's really important to be able to have someone sometimes to help you get out of the rut. And she's really good at that (laughs) and very positive. Yeah. And, Right. And and I, and I think it's important, too, to realize, too, that, she, like she said, she's walked the walk. Yeah. So she's not just talking the talk. She's done it. Mm-hmm. And that makes all of the difference. It makes all of yeah. the difference when you're talking to someone who's like, OK, I, I know what you're feeling. I understand that feeling. And this is how, you know, this is how we're going to work through it. It's not just all theory. It's a lot of practicality to it. Absolutely. Thank you for that, Linus. Thank you. And, and, you know, I too have wanted to just walk it alone and not tell anybody my business, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, that's why I set up a a safe space for women, like you said, to to be a part of a village of like-minded women. And it's not all coming from me. You are with women who, who are, everybody's details are a little different. But we're, you know, we're all trying to achieve the same thing, and we can learn and pull from each other. It's an amazing, amazing experience. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, well thank you. It's a wonderful, wonderful service that you have, wonderful coaching program. Well, thank, thank you so you. much, Linus, for being on the line. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. God bless. Love you both. Love Bye. you, too, and we'll talk with you real soon. Okay. Bye-bye. So, yeah, so I think that uh, one of the things that Linus brought up is that, you know, having a place, somebody to hold you accountable, that's big. And, you know, mm. as, as we were, as she was saying that, I was thinking about when you, you know, I'm still on this, on the high from the college tour, maybe more so than my son was, because <laughs> I realized what a wonderful journey this is. And, you know, this part of life, how, oh my gosh, if you think back to your college years, you just can't stop smiling from ear to ear because you think to yourself, that was so wonderful times. But one of the things that made that wonderful time successful, at least in my life, was the accountability. Mm. Because I was, in as much fun as I was having, I was there for a purpose. And somebody was holding my, me accountable. So when you get with a sister mind group, it seems to me that you have that accountability. It's subtle and it's loving, but it's there. So it's to say to you, no, we've come too far. We're in the middle of the deep end. So we're going to, it takes as much energy to swim back to that, to the shallow end. That, then it does, uh, takes that same energy to go to the, to the deep end, to finish out the swim. So let's be what we said we were going to be. Do what we said we were going to do. Let's finish the swim. And I think that kind of accountability is so important. Yeah. Yes, and it, it actually is built into the the program. That's the that's in the last piece of the program. The action plan piece is A plus your plan is to build in accountability. That's how you A plus your plan. And so I help you actually, um, you know, you have accountability while you're in the group, and then you know you have accountability with me. But once that six months is over, you know, I'm, you know, making sure that you have built in accountability in your regular everyday life so that, uh, you, you know, you don't fall off the track, that you don't derail. Because another thing I see is that, you know, when you may leap out there and, and bring some changes in your life, but then you don't keep it. And so, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, you, you're going to leave with, with tools to, to be able to work yourself through the particular mindset blocks that get in your way, but also, yes, to build in accountability that will help you stay on track. Yes, this is, this is, to me, if you want to make a change, if you really know that your story is not over, there's more to you than meets the eye, Mm -hmm. and you know it, you feel it inside, I think that this is the place to start, to start. How can our listening audience reach you? Where can they follow you? So they can reach me. Uh, my website is crenecoach.com. And Renee is just R-E-N-E-1-E. C is the person letter. crenecoach.com is my website. And you can sign up for my weekly blog and newsletter. Uh, if you're social, I am on Facebook. And you can join my Midlife Manifest group. If you just put Midlife Manifest in the search box, you can join my Facebook group. And if you want to just, if you know I'm ready, I want to talk to her about this sister mine, you can get on my calendar with connectwithrenee.com. Connect, C-O-N-N-E-C-T, with Renee, R-E-N-E.com. That is fabulous. Thank you for sharing that. I know uh, 
everyday peace is I'm so passionate about everyday peace, wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. And I know that in order to have that, to have that genuine experience, we are required to do some things that may seem a little scary, that may even seem a little foolish to those who are on looking, but we are required to explore all parts of ourselves. So I'm super encouraged by C. Renee's business and what she does. I also want to share with the listening audience that I have a new training series out called Three Ways to Improve the Quality of Your Life now, right now, right now, today. And you can re- you can get that or find out about it by going on bit.ly uh, quality of life. Bit, I'm sorry, bit.ly three quality of life, three quality of life. It is so important that we embrace today so we can live a better tomorrow. This is Dr. Drayvon James with Everyday Peace. We are super excited for you and your journey. Come back next Monday peaceful. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcast.